With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. In a week where Brendan McCullum doesn't want to have a beer with us, and we're okay with that. This is Can't Bowl, Can't Throw. Do you believe in such a thing as the spirit of cricket? Yep. After Bairstow's dismissal today, which was within the letter of the law, no, no disputing that, but are we in danger of seeing mancads or underarm bowling later on this series? Uh, I mean, depends how flat the wickets get. It might be an option <laughs> we <with> turn <Dad> to. <laughs> Uh, you're here with Kat Jones and Dan Lipke and friend of the podcast, Pat Cummins. Uh, <laughs> that makes me laugh every time. Oh, it's just water off a duck's back to Pat Cummins. Yep, yeah, well, I mean, he did, he did have a baptism of fire when he became captain, right? Uh, mm. Very shortly after, he had to face down Steve Waugh's entire intimidating team when they That's all right. lost their shit over Langer. Yeah. So I'm not sure anything England <laughs> players or journalists or you know fans could throw at him is going to bother him There's at all. There's nothing that frightening. <laughs> no, <laughs> definitely not. And also I love this. When he was interviewed after the match by the BBC, he was informed maybe multiple times that Ben Stokes claims he would have withdrawn this appeal yep. and Cummins replies, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so great. Yeah, definitely doesn't care. I mean, uh, do, do, do we believe that uh, Ben Stokes would sacrifice victory in an Ashes test based on you know, kind of m- nebulous moral principle? I'll believe it when I see it. And ideally in the third test, he's more than welcome to throw away the third test for some moral high ground that he wants to take. I, it's it's an improbable thing. It doesn't, isn't sitting well on him, I don't think, no. his claim that he would take the moral high ground on this. But can we pray to the spirit of cricket? Because <laughs> if, if we can, let's plead to the spirit of cricket that we want Stokes to be given this opportunity yes. in the third test. Yes. Well, I, I mean, I, I do uh, vividly remember in 2019 World Cup after he accidentally deflected that ball to the boundary. I'm, I'm almost certain he, he blocked the next ball um, to, to ensure parity was restored. I'm pretty sure he did that. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember, but yeah. I'm sure he would have he yeah. would have done that or yeah. he would have claimed that he would have done that. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I, I mean, I definitely think all Australian batters should be wandering dozily out of their crease as much as possible for the next...
next mm. match. Because you know Bearstow won't be able to resist throwing the stumps down. He was doing it before. Yeah. He's definitely going to be trying to do I mean, I mean he'll, he he'll, he'll miss several miss. times. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but he'll get it sooner or later. And then it's over to you, Ben. Are you going to withdraw this appeal or not? <laughs> I love that. The, yeah. the um, Prime Minister of England, who <laughs> nobody knows who that is, no. by the way, in Australia, but Prime Minister Sunak says, I agree with Ben Stokes. I simply wouldn't want to win, win a game in the manner Australia did. And I think it's, you know, it's actually pretty simple. If they don't want to win a game by the cleverness of their keeper, just keep selecting keep best. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not sure they've got many choices on how they do want to win a game at this stage. No. <laughs> they should just take any way they can win it at this well, point. Well, I mean, that's why they've lost two already. <laughs> yeah. they've, they've denied those particular ways of winning or even drawing. Yes. But the, the wicket really did get Stokes fired up. It was so much fun watching Stokes bat. And I love Ben Stokes. I mean, yeah. he's always been one of my yes. favourite cricketers. No denying that yeah. I adore Ben Stokes. I think he's fabulous. Yeah, I mean, uh, he got, what did he get, 155 off 214 balls and it looked for all money that he was just going to repeat the Headingley thing again. Oh, yeah. He was going to pull off yet another Ashes miracle, um, which would, of course, you know, devalue the entire concept of you know, miracles. If, yeah. if you do too many of them, it just yeah. reduces them to you know, humdrum run-of-the-mill outcome. Yeah. But, uh, and, and having a Pope in your side, that, that's no excuse <laughs> for flaunting miracles, Ben. No, so it was a good, right. good thing that he was eventually dismissed because it would have just been unbelievable if you'd done it twice. It looked like it was going to happen. I mean, it's actually my favourite thing about the whole controversy, right? Yeah. If anything, England didn't lose the match as a result of this. They England, they, they did better as a result of this particular stumping. Yeah. Uh, and they still couldn't win it. Yeah. They yeah. certainly did better. I mean, Ben Stokes, I'm not convinced he would have been that fired up. No, I don't think so, no. It's anyway. possible. Uh, speaking of uh, Ollie Pope, he's out for the rest of the series. Oh, yes. uh, he's got a busted shoulder right. and, of course, he goes along with Lyon, who is also out of the series with a with a busted calf. Although it didn't prevent one of my favourite moments of the of the match when uh, Lion did come out and bat ridiculously. It was very funny, very yeah. stupid. He was uh, yeah, on one leg, oh, boundaries mm. or nothing, stark boundaries or nothing. Yeah, um, he, I mean, he ended up putting on what fifteen runs for the final wicket. Which when it got down tight at the end, <laughs> those fifteen runs looked pretty important. It was, yeah. it was tight enough when Stokes, you know, was within whatever he was eighty runs of victory. It was just like God, if that was sixty five. 50. Yeah. Yeah, it would have been terrifying. So we're still in the intro here, yes, but I have one more, I have one more question for you, Dan. Yeah. What did you say to McCullum when he said he didn't want to have a beer with us? Okay. This is the part of the show where we discuss the cricket news of the week. Lots of stuff going on in the world of cricket, but we just have time to cover, of course, the Ashes, right? That's right. Australia have won the first two matches yes. and it may not have been predictable. No, yeah. Uh, anyway, now England need to win everything else in yes. order to regain the Ashes? Yes, yeah. I mean, they're, they're, they're very sensibly talking up their chances. I mean, you don't expect them to come out and say you know, say anything else. Yeah. Of course, they're going to say we're still in with a chance to win it. But it does feel pretty improbable, right? Yeah. Just weighing up the two sides. You look at the two lineups. England are, England are a good team. They're a very good team. Yeah. But it, it does seem player for player, like Australia are, are just slightly better, right? Yeah, that's right. I mean, you've got Perry, Mooney, Gardner, yeah. Healy, McGrath, Sutherland. Yeah, the list yeah, goes on and on, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, you know, you have you have got some England players obviously doing mm. well, and we will go through the details of that. So let's go back to some of the highlights from the test. Yes, and it started, of course, with a great milestone for Elise Perry. So she's uh, played what she's played sixteen years of international. She's cricket in her sixteenth year now yeah. of international cricket, and she's just just managed to play half as many tests as Cameron Green. <laughs> Although, of course, Cameron Green is now pulled away again yeah. by playing the most recent men's test. So yes. unlucky for Elise, she was closing in on him, but uh, he pulls away. 
again. Wonderful stat that you managed to spot there, and it has been quoted a number of times yep. uh, since then. Yes. It's an interesting. It is an interesting concept. Mm. We of course had some players who just didn't want to get off the ground because they play <laughs> cricket so rarely that they just wanted yep. to bat out the entire test. So yes. that was wonderful. Yeah, but Phoebe Litchfield didn't fall into that category. She no, was she was opening, of course, yep. because uh, we we have a slightly different lineup for mm. Australia here, and she was opening, and she. Was out LBW. Kate, Kate Cross hit her on the pad. She left that yeah, ball. Yeah, she wasn't right? playing a she shot. Wasn't yeah. playing a shot. And then she didn't review it. Yeah, the umpire gave her out, and she said, "No, nah, fine, I'll, off I go." Like yeah. didn't didn't even talk to Beth Mooney. She just basically said, "Oh, I think I'm out," and off she went. Yeah, well, that's very what you silly. do in you know early days in your career. Yeah. If she burns a review in a future match, then she's even, right? Yeah. So she's exactly. got reviews in the bank. Yes, she does. Wise. Yes. Yeah. Uh, we also had, of course, uh, Elise Perry. She scored 99 in the first innings, which took her Test batting average to 77.36, <laughs> yeah, which is insane. It is. Uh, it is since uh, in the second innings, uh, plus. Plummeted to a shameful seventy-three, so she'll have to work on work on her batting uh, before the next time she plays a test. Which who knows? That's months and months away. Either. Not 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 three days away. Months and months away. Months and months away. And <laughs> yeah. Annabelle Sutherland, of course, did score a century, mm. and you know she made one hundred and thirty-seven. Yes, not out. And what was her average? She she had an average higher, I think. Yes, than Perry but for a when that innings finished, she was she had a test batting average 0.14 runs higher than, hey. than Perry. But again, she's also fallen away. She's now down to a, a, a very uh, worrisome 56.7, which is pretty <laughs> grim for the batter who comes in at eight. <laughs> Imagine having seven batters with a better average potentially claiming those top spots. Yep. Uh, yes. Anyway, they, they are doing well. But of course, we did mention there, there are some players in England mm. who did extremely well. Tammy Beaumont. I mean, amazing. She was fantastic. She was unstoppable. Yeah. A double century, the highest ever England women's test match score. Um, Yeah, amazing. Uh, And she was the last batter out as well in England's first innings for 208, which meant she'd been on the field. Yeah, well, she'd been on the field during Australia's entire innings, then on the field for England's entire batting innings, then on the field again for Australia's entire innings, not until she was dismissed uh, in her second innings, which I think was very late on the fourth day, was she not in the middle. Yeah. So that's a a crazy, crazy. Attitude, as I said, when you when you need to get to play the odd test, yeah. make the most of it. <laughs> she definitely did. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so yeah, her innings got England pretty much to parity because Australia made a very big first inning score mm. thanks to Sutherland and Perry and the like. Uh, and Beaumont pretty much got them even though they were a few runs behind, not many. Yeah. And then uh, on that uh, later on the that third day after the England were all out, Australia pulled away again with another big opening partnership. And you kind of thought, oh well, England have, have done well to keep up for now, but they're going to mm. fall away again. But no, they, they hung in there. Sophie Eccleston got a mm. 10 wicket haul and yep. and Lauren Filer, the new uh, tall, Filer. dorky, <laughs> fast bowling wizard, <laughs> yep. she she was incredible. I she's mean, she, she started the collapse, right? Yeah. So she's wonderful and it's glorious to watch her bowl. Mm. Yeah, she knocked over both Perry and Talia yeah. McGrath. Oh, she was, she, she was uh, fantastic. I, I really enjoyed watching her bowl. She just looked so goofy. Like she had a really strange run up where she was kind of on her heels, like yeah. some kind of cartoon character. And then in she'd come and she'd bowl. Like the wind, like yeah. it wasn't always on target. It didn't matter. It was fantastic. It was really fast. Yeah. And so England, we were, you know, had a huge chance of winning at that point. We were heading into a fifth day. A fifth you know, we day. never get yep. five days for a women's yep. test. And so Ashley Gardner, mm. she came in and said, "I'm cleaning everyone up." Yeah, she, uh, she, she was incredible. Yeah, so she, she took, took eight wickets. Mm, yeah, I, I, I called her Ash Late Gardner, yes. which doesn't really work verbally, but you know, no. write it down. It makes Ash more Leet. sense. Ash Late. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Anyway, uh, the the her haul, she got eight for sixty six in that second innings, which meant she got twelve for one hundred and sixty five for the match. <laughs> that was the they were the best innings and uh, 
match figures in Australian women's test cricket history and that meant Australia won by 89 runs and took a 4-0 lead in the multi-format series. Yeah, well, I love the way that the women were bowling and not taking forever to bowl. Mm. Like, we got a good number of overs in every single day. The last 10 overs were all bowled by McGrath and Gardner, Mm. which is really fascinating for the last 10 overs of a test match, effectively. And, of course, Gardner was taking all the wickets. Uh, Alana King should have been bowling, but she had an elbow injury in the middle of that. And I got in trouble for saying she was a king, (laughs) which (laughs) is a terrible pun. Yes, terrible pun. Yes. But it is incredible to think that that Ashley Gardner got, of course, player of the match, Mm. but there were many, many candidates for player of the match. You know, imagine scoring a double century. Yeah, or or taking 10 wickets in a test. Best (laughs) scoring in test history and not getting player of the match. Yeah, that's crazy. And it wasn't even that controversial a decision. No, no. That's very, very strange. Yeah, I Uh, have another stat for you here. This was only the third women's test match in which the bowlers took all 40 wickets on offer. It doesn't happen very often. Yeah, because they've only played four days, so there's had to be a lot of declarations forced and that That's kind of right. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And so both teams were bowled out twice with no run outs either. Yep. No no dozy wandering out of the creases <laughs> for the women. Um, the others were in obviously they're all well, not obviously, but they were all Australia versus England mm-hmm. test matches. That's who plays the test cricket. With it, yeah. 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 Uh, it was Adelaide nineteen eighty four, Perth 2014 and, of course, this match, Trent Bridge in yes. 2023. So yeah, I think that's an interesting stat as well. Yes. And is it an unfair advantage for Australia to have a woman named Ash in the women's ashes? Uh, yeah. It feels very unfair to me. Yeah, if it's silly of her to change her name, right, yes. just to go into this tournament. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what about the T20? That was the second game. Yeah, we were, we were pretty fast much asleep. <laughs> fast asleep. We were exhausted from all of this Ashes uh, test cricket. Yep. But anyway, Beth Mooney got Australia home and, yep. of course, now Australia are 6-0 up mm. in this multi-format series. There are still a couple of you know more T20s and ODIs to come, but yep. they yeah. only have to win one more and get to eight points and that means the Ashes are retained by yeah, Australia. Yeah, so if they get to eight, then the best England could do is uh, draw level with them, assuming they won the rest. And that is not enough for England to steal the Ashes back. Uh, and of course, as we mentioned, the Australian men also doing well. They took a 2 0 lead in their Ashes series. Good for them. Good for them. Please support capitalism by checking out these sponsors. Okay, so this week's episode is sponsored by my Ashes screenplay, which I continue to churn out after pretty much every day's play. Uh, it reimagines every day's play of both the men and women's matches in the form of an ongoing movie screenplay, which probably, if you haven't read it, it sounds really weird and strange, but uh, <laughs> most people seem to agree it's worth checking out. It's the best thing about the Ashes. <laughs> there is nothing better, and you need to definitely check out the deleted scenes. But mm. There's only one way of checking out the deleted scenes, right? Yes, yes. So you you can subscribe to a free version you can, and a whole heap of my other content. You can subscribe to that. You go to newsletter.leapcricket.com. I just set that up today, so that's uh, much simpler. Newsletter.leapcricket.com. Uh, so you can get all the free stuff for free, but if you do want the deleted scenes and some of the behind-the-scenes stuff, uh, uh, you have to become a paid subscriber, which is which is not that expensive. It's, it's quite cheap. Uh, so, yeah, so big thank you to all my paid subscribers who do get the deleted scenes. And, and the most recent deleted scene I put out today was... Uh, Voice style additions for the, for the new team song singer now that Nathan Lyon is injured. So I'm sure this is the way they did it. Uh, the way they selected yep. the new team song star. And of course, there is a special appearance by Stuart Broad in this <laughs> latest deleted scene. So you don't want to miss it. Yes, uh, Stuart does make a sneaky appearance. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Let's play. Are you smarter than a fifth grade cricketer? We are in the quiz, and I think I am the subject of the you quiz. You are the subject of the quiz. This yeah. quiz is called Nationality Stumpers. So oh, it's, really? Uh, yep. So what I'm going to get, do is I'm going to give you a quote about uh, Alex Carey's stumping of Johnny Bairstow, mm-hmm. and you just have to tell me the nationality of the person who said the quote, either Australian or English. Oh, this is, this but should be pretty easy. should be pretty easy, you think. You get one point for that. You also get a bonus point if you can actually name the individual who said it, which might be slightly trickier. But Yes, but I have consumed a lot of content. On this particular topic, <laughs> yes, I, th- I think we all, we've had no choice but to consider. Yes. There has been no other discussion on this particular topic. So, uh, first quote. Let's let's go. Mm. England have nothing to complain about. It was a dozy bit of cricket <laughs> from Johnny Bairstow. English or Australian? That quote. Now I do remember this. This yeah. was on the Sky commentary, right? Mm-hmm, now maybe. it was it was what we whatever we were watching and. Of course, the Sky commentators are usually pretty good, yeah. but I can't quite remember which England <laughs> captain. It was some ex-English player on commentary. Now, was it Nasser Hussain or maybe? Anyway, they're English, right? Yes. It was either Nasser Hussain or maybe Atherton. Yeah, you, get a point, you get a point for English. Um, I get a point for English. And, okay. and, and you're right. All the England captains on Sky were all were pretty much of this opinion. So you're just they? Going okay, they all had the same one. opinion. So, like, I, like I know it wasn't. I know it wasn't Cook, for example. Mm. But it could have been Hussain or maybe. Atherton or someone, but I'm not sure. Owen Morgan could have been any of them. I wasn't Owen Morgan. I'm not <laughs> so sure who he was. was so, I'm not sure he was so uh, enamoured of the decision. I think he was pretty. He was, he he was, was pretty okay, okay with it too, but he'd had an Irish accent, which he'd probably remember more strongly. Oh, let's say that it was Atherton then. It is indeed Atherton. Hey. Well done. So yes, congratulations. Uh, that's two points on that particular question. And yes, as we mentioned, not a single one of the England former England captains in the commentary box had a problem with uh, yeah. with the stumping. But you know, not a single one of them ever captained Bazball. So that's uh, probably a different. That I think it's very easy to be critical of your keeper when you don't have to be the one disciplining them, right? (laughs) Very true. (laughs) Uh, Yes. Yes. All right. Second quote. What amazed me, dot, 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 so I've edited out a little bit here. What amazed me was that not not one senior player among them questioned what they had done. Is that an English comment or an Australian comment? What Mm. amazed me was that not one senior player among them questioned what they had done. That's very preachy. I mean, it, it, it looks on the surface like I can't. Rem- I don't know this quote, but it looks on the surface like it should be someone from England mm. who's made this comment. But it sounds also like the sort of empty words of maybe Tubby Taylor. <laughs> so I think it's 
English or Australian? I think it's an Australian and I'm going Taylor. No, you're incorrect on that one. This oh. one was, in fact, English. Your, your oh, instincts right. are right. This, okay. this was uh, our, our hero, Stuart Broad. Oh, right, okay. Well, he did say a lot. He did say <laughs> a lot, yes. I can't remember everything he said. So he that, he had good. a grand time uh, shouting in throughout his entire innings, which was easily the, the funniest thing that anybody was doing out there in the middle at that point. And when he was asked about that, he had a funny quote about yes. it too, didn't he? That he said it was a bit silly. Yeah, he said it may have been a bit silly, but I also shouted in every time I crossed the line. It annoyed the Australians for maybe half an hour, although after two and a half hours, they were probably a bit bored of it. <laughs> Good on you, Stuart. What a hero. Yeah. Fantastic work from Stuart Broad. Very funny. So two out of four point, possible four points so far. Okay. Uh, the third quote. That there are those who would defend the unfair, unsportsmanlike, nakedly hostile and frankly racist, yes, English is a race, actions of Australian so-called wicketkeeper Alex Carey and so-called Captain Pat Cummins just proves how far we have fallen from the presence of God. Is that an English uh, co- comment or an Australian comment? Well, I read this article. Yes. so I, <laughs> I think everybody's read this article. I know that this, in fact, was an Australian and this is Ben Pobgy who yes. did this. Yes, uh, a brilliant satirical piece for the roar. And how many people in the comments thought that it was serious? Uh, hopefully not many because <laughs> it was pretty full on. <laughs> it was pretty full on, but it was very funny. So, yes, if you haven't uh, read this one, I'm sure you could track it down very easily. Go to the roar. Uh, .com.au and mm-hmm. look for Ben Pobji uh, there and you'll find this very entertaining uh, piece. Uh, so, yes, you got that one right. So that takes you to four out of six points. Mm. The- I, I, I'm so, kind of a bit frightened at this point that there were so many quotes about this particular <laughs> controversy that we may be here all, all night. Which just- there's, there's only six, so okay. we're halfway through. Great. Uh, well, un- only six in this quiz anyway, as, <laughs> as you say. There are thousands more quotes. Yeah. Uh, the fourth quote. We must applaud the game smarts of the individual rather than skewing it towards unfair play or spirit of the game. English or Australian? Well, I know this and (laughs) I'm going to claim this is not in the spirit of the are you smarter (laughs) than a fifth grade cricketer because this is neither an English nor an Australian. No, it's not. And this was... Ashwin, <laughs> who said indeed. this, who could always be relied upon to come in with a, a fantastic take on every possible controversy. Yep. Didn't he say he'd be disappointed as well? Yeah, so he basically came in, he, he, he said that quote, and then somebody quote tweeted him and said, you know, would you be happy being given out that way? And um, he replied, I would be disappointed, very disappointed. In fact, gutted with myself for getting out like that. <laughs> That's so great. <laughs> And yeah. also, I think he said something like the keeper would never have a have a go at the stumps that, from that far out in a test match unless he'd seen a pattern of behaviour. Yeah. He, he, he clearly he, had. He clearly had. And, yeah. and that was really great that that was yes. a response to, yeah, as uh, Ashwin has proven, he's happy to do a man cat every he now is, and again. Yeah, he, he, yep, he loves uh, taking the wickets off when a batter is out of their crease. Yeah. So the lesson, stay in your fucking crease. Stay in your crease, people. Uh, the fifth quote. It's just one of those things within the rules of the game and that's how it is. English or Australian? Mm. Well, I th- uh, this is this probably, I don't know who this is. I think I'm going to guess it was an Australian. Was this Pat Cummins? <laughs> no, it wasn't Pat Cummins. Okay. It was, uh, it was uh, a certain Englishman called Mr. Johnny Bairstow oh. who said this, uh, this is after a stumping he did uh, in some county game where he held the ball and waited for a batter to leave their ground. Uh, in, in contrast to Kerry, of course, who just flung it at the stumps immediately. So, yeah, so just listen to Johnny Bairstow and what he thought about that. All keepers do it. Batsmen probably don't like it, do they? I don't know. It's it's uh, it's just one of those those things. It's um, within the rules of the game, and, and that's how it is. 
That's mm. how it is. Thank, thank you, Johnny. So, yes. Well, you, you want to have the, the man himself giving yeah. that quote. That's fantastic. Fantastic. All right. So, you didn't get that one. So, you're now mm. six out of a possible ten. So, yeah, well, I'm yeah, over halfway. You, at, at worst, you're getting 50%. Yeah. Last quote. Okay. Always very interesting to me how the spirit of cricket seems to revolve around England batters being allowed to bat on even when they're out. The legacy of WG Grace, I guess. <laughs> I read this article as well. Did you? English or Australian? So this is Australian <laughs> and this is you, in fact. That is me, yes. Uh, this was, but this, that, that was me on Twitter and uh, it was comments like that that had the Daily Mail referring to me as a, quote, top pundit. Oh. So that may be going in my Twitter bio at some time. Yes, no, top pundit. Not. Top yeah, definitely. pundit. Yeah, so congratulations. I think that means you've got eight out of 12 oh, or something. That's, uh, that's enough to see you retain the Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grade Cricketer trophy. Fantastic. Can't bowl, can't throw, coming live. Thanks for tuning in and taking your time. The underappreciated act of the week. The funniest and crazy plays of the week. Who is going to join the honorary board? The number one Scott Moeller reward. Here we are in the Muller Award, which salutes outstanding and all ridiculous things in the world of cricket. And uh, I've got a very quick no- early nomination here from Ricky Ponting, who was on commentary at one point and made the astonishing claim that <laughs> everyone's eyes work the same. They, they were talking about, you know, how hard it is to, I don't know, see the shiny side or something. And mm-hmm. he said, nope, everyone's eyes work the same, uh, which I think is going to come to as a very rude shock to my optometrist. So, <laughs> yeah, so Ricky Ponting is my first nomination. Wild claims there from Ricky Ponting. <laughs> yes. Well, what have you got? Uh, I, I'm going to do the obvious nomination for Johnny Bairstow mm. for carrying the Just Stop Oil protester <laughs> off the ground on the very first day of this test, which seems... It's like a long, long time ago it now. It does, yeah, yeah. But, uh, yep, that's, uh, that, that was the good thing Johnny did, so very yeah. good. And, I, I, and I remember saying at the time, Johnny Bairstow may never be remembered for anything else. <laughs> this is such a famous moment for Johnny Bairstow. Will yep. anyone ever remember anything yep. else about Johnny Bairstow? No. Yeah, well, didn't think so, but... <laughs> All right, my next nomination is uh, two old guys who probably won't be playing in the third Ashes test. It's uh, Jimmy Anderson and Nathan Lyon. Well, one of them certainly won't be, and Jimmy Anderson probably be. Uh, they both took time out of the Ashes in between the first and second test to throw the opening pitches at a Major League Baseball game in London. So that was mm. a bit of fun for them. Absolutely. Had a, had a bit of a friendly chat. They also had a, a bit of a friendly chat apparently uh, while they were waiting for Nathan Lyon to come out to bat. Uh, I think Jimmy Anderson had ducked off to go to the toilet or something and then they were just having a chat waiting for him to come out and huh. basically Jimmy Anderson said, are you crazy coming out to bat? And Nathan was like, yeah, pretty much. Fantastic. So, yeah, then they talked about you know how, how long they keep playing for and, they, and Jimmy uh, Anderson basically told Nathan Lyon, oh, I keep playing as long as you enjoy it. So there you go. <laughs> so maybe we'll see both of them going around in you know, two and a half years' time or four years' time. And that'd be wonderful too. Mm. So I have another nomination here, mm-hmm. this time for the women's test, and that was because a beehive formed <laughs> yes. on the nets outside the boundary at Trent Bridge, and they had to call in a beekeeper. Yes, uh, well, one of the better keepers we've seen. Uh, so yeah. Certainly uh, very efficient. So on, on the ranking of keepers, we've got Carey, Beekeeper. This beekeeper. Best, I think. Best day, that's right. I think that's the correct ranking, yes. It is. Uh, all right, moving away from all the Ashes nonsense, uh, uh, we, we head off to Gaul. Uh, this is where there was a women's ODI and we had New Zealand off-spinner Eden Carson bowled 11 overs against Sri Lanka. So This is in an ODI. This is in ODIs, <laughs> where, which traditionally, uh, since yeah, the 80s at the very least, has limited uh, most bowlers to 10 overs. So she finished with the figures of 2 for 41 in 11 overs, which is going to really annoy a lot of our uh, cricket stats databases yes. and things so apparently she finished the 45th over um and 
Sri Lanka were down to their final wicket, still 122 runs short of their target. Uh, but despite six of her teammates still having overs available, somehow she just came to the crease for the 47th over and bowled again. So Was anyone scoring this match? <laughs> apparently not. I think uh, I think when New Zealand scored 329 for seven, they said, oh, fuck it, let's just stop scoring. Yeah, They're never going to get that. Stop scoring. We need a beer. Yep. Uh, often in these kind of games, you know, someone gets allocated, some, someone gets credited an over that maybe she bowled and they gave it to someone else. Yep. And then later on they go, oh, actually, that yep. was her. Yeah, so that was uh, that's very good. Uh, the other thing I liked, uh, this was Wisden and Winviz. They teamed up. So the, the two Ws, they call them. Mm. Uh, they decided that they were going to provide AI-driven ball-by-ball commentary for the second man's Ashes test. So using the, the magic of Winviz, they'd you know, spurt out England have 31% chance of winning or whatever, mm. and they'll be integrated into, into the ball-by-ball figures. So would you like to hear how the AI-driven ball-by-ball commentary described the Bairstow wicket? Yes, let's go for it. <laughs> it said... Uh, Bairstow is out, gone for 10 runs from 22 balls. Bairstow is stumped, short ball outside off. Bairstow hits. I think that's a, a, gl- I don't a glitch. I know that he did hit it. Uh, Bairstow has an <laughs> unsuccessful review of the dismissal. Not quite sure that's right either, but nevertheless, AI, it's still in its infancy. Got yes. it mostly right there. Got it maybe 40% correct. Yeah, that's, uh, as, that's as close as you get I was going to suggest that Wisden and Winviz should be called Wisden Viz. Wisden Viz, yeah. But I don't actually think it's a good collaboration based on that little factoid. <laughs> Perhaps not. Maybe not. Was AI also doing the percentage predictions for the match winner? Because they were wildly variable as well. Australia, 82%. Now Australia, 25%. Like, <laughs> yeah. whoa. Yes. I, I think... Uh, I th- they did uh, put their WinViz calculation on pause last year in the very early days of Basball because Basball just kept fucking ah, it up on yes. them. And they, you know, redid their algorithm, redid their model, and they've come back. And I still think uh, they still haven't been able to work out an algorithm that, that can uh, that can take into calculation Ben Stokes going off his nut. No. <laughs> I, I think that's uh, something that just can't quite be captured by any form of mathematics. It was it, it, while he was hitting sixes, it was a hundred percent certain that England were going to win. <laughs> yes. and so Somehow Australia still won. So yeah. I, I understand yeah. this weird... Mathematics makes no sense in the yeah. face of Ben Stokes. Yeah. Yes. And we have one final nomination. Lots of nominations this, uh, this yes, week. Yes, plenty. So what's the final nomination here? So this is the West Indies. Mm. Sadly, they've missed out on qualifying for the One Day World Cup later this year. Yes. The, the West Indies men. Instead, it looks like Scotland will be going through and with Sri Lanka. Yes. So the West Indies were trying to defend 378 uh, in a match against the Netherlands. Yes. Now the Netherlands. So, so the match finished level. Yes, level. At, so, which yeah. was incredible. But, yep. but Logan Van Beek for the Netherlands scored a fourteen ball twenty eight in the dying stages of that match yes. to draw level. And I think he was bowled off the very last ball. So scores were level. Right. Uh, he was dismissed. He, I don't think he was bowled, but yeah, uh, he was dismissed. Uh, and so super over. Super over. Yes. So what happened in the super over? So then Van Beek came out, hit thirty runs for the super over. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so. he was in form. I suppose he's the best batter to take out there. Yeah. But he was, but, he's like their number nine batter or something. But they said, oh. You you're going so well. Keep going. Keep in the going. Super over. Yeah. And then, because he's the number nine, he <laughs> turned around and bowled the super over. Oh, yeah. Just amazing. And did uh, got a couple of wickets. And He took two wickets. So he bowled, yeah. bowled, effectively bowled the West Indies out because like, you can only lose two wickets in a super over. So, that was, so that was the, that's the greatest super over in the history of the game. Is yeah. Logan a superhero? He is. I, he's definitely a superhero. Yeah. Magnificent stuff. So despite that, it looks like, uh, as we mentioned, Scotland.
Scotland will beat Netherlands to the mm. final spot, but there's, I think there's still net right and right possibilities. But uh, so we we shall keep you updated on that. Probably uh, when we do our you know World Cup <laughs> episode in several months' time. Yes, indeed. Yes. And I think that's it. So who wins out of those enormous list of uh, possibilities there? I think we have to give it to Johnny Bairstow. <laughs> Johnny Bairstow, congratulations. You can carry uh, your Muller Award off the ground with you. Um, and yes, congratulations on winning it. And that wraps us up, right? Yeah. You've been listening to Dan Libke and Kat Jones. I'm Cricket Back Cat on various bits of social media and Dan is at LiebCricket and your newsletter sign-up is? Is newsletter.liebcricket.com. So go there, sign up. Sign up for free, get lots of content for free. And then, you know, think about it or don't think about it. Just go straight in and pay. Up to you. And we will speak to you all probably in a couple of weeks' time, right? Yes, we are going to be in England Mm. watching the Ashes, which is wonderful. So we'll talk to you maybe on the other side. Podcast Network.